1: Hey everyone, welcome to Dragon Quest FM. My name is Austin. Hey and I'm Rocket! He's not. He's PJ. Stop. <laughs> I know you did that just to annoy me too. You I, d- I did. I love you. Uh, so this week we are talking about Dragon Quest Rocket Slime. Uh, here, the English versions at least, it's called Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime. Uh, it's a spinoff game from the Dragon Quest series. Uh, this is a special episode. Uh, because the topic was chosen by one of our Patreon patrons, DJ Pimp Daddy.
0: What? What? Uh,
1: I, I paused because I knew you were going to do some kind of like sound effect there. Like, yeah, I, I, just, I know. I, I, I
0: noticed. Good job. Uh,
1: so, as part of our Metal Slime tier, you can choose a topic for us to discuss on the show. And uh, he wanted uh, a Rocket Slime episode. Uh, was one in particular he mentioned. So, we're doing a Rocket Slime episode. We... Uh, It encouraged us to play Rocket Slime, which is really nice because the game uh, is delightful, as BJ would say.
0: (laughs) It is (laughs) delightful. This game is a delight, and I probably would have never played it had it not been for DJ Pimp Daddy saying, uh, well, I, I can't say that. I would have played it a long time from now. It was very low on my list of priorities, so this bumped it up, and I'm very glad that it did.
1: And I owned it, but I hadn't like taken the time to play it yet. So this gave me like an excuse to play it and beat it and everything. And I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, so uh, before we get into uh, the Rocket Slime stuff, we just want to remind everyone too that the demo for Dragon Quest XI S is available to download on Switch. Uh, so if you haven't done it already, make sure you download it. Um, and you know, we want it to have like a bajillion downloads from people.
0: Yes, we do. And we want you to be able to play through it. And it's a very good idea, especially now about a month out for you to get a feel for it, figure out exactly what you want to do in it. And your save, your save files carry over. So you're not going to have to do all of this 10 hour demo again, which is really one of my big pet peeves. So it's, uh, it's, it's very worth checking out.
1: And it is a really long demo like I know last week because we recorded it before either one of us had really played it. I mean it had come out like 30 minutes before we recorded last week so we didn't really know what to expect from it. And then since then we've kind of learned that it's really long Um, you know it's roughly about 10 hours depending on how you play it. Uh, So that's a good chunk of uh, free game you get just to download it to your Switch.
0: And you get to level 20. that We had talked about maxing things out in the demo. They did limit it to level 20. Uh, I think I saw Alec and a couple of other people talking about it. That you can grind up to 20 and be ready to, to kind of plow through the next areas of the game.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's what I heard as well. Uh, so uh, so if you don't have it downloaded, download it. Download it. Uh, but now uh, we're going to jump straight into talking about Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime. Now this is... The second game uh, in the Slime spinoff series, um, in Japan, it's called like Slime Morimori.
0: Okay. I uh, don't know much about this particular one in Japan. I've only seen like screenshots of it. I've never looked up the history of this one because it was, like I said, very low on my list.
1: Yeah, the first one uh, was only in Japan, and it was for the Game Boy Color, I want to say. Okay. And then we get the... Uh, It may have been Game Boy Advance, but either way, it was for one of those. And then the second one, which is Rocket Slime here uh, in the English uh, version of it, and that's the one we played. So it's technically the second game in the series. Uh, There's a third one uh, that came out as well around, like, 2011, I believe, and uh, it recently got a pretty awesome fan translation.
0: Oh, did it? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, there was even a... uh, Like they even interviewed the fans who did it recently with uh, like RPG site, yeah, something like that. I Uh, like that site a lot. Yeah, that uh, they did an interview with the fans who translated it and going through the process of like all the different things that they went through to translate it. Uh, And I really would I would love to play the third one because um, in 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 this one you know you're in tanks. There's tank battles and stuff. Well, in the third one, you're like pirates. Basically, you're on old wooden ships and like firing cannons and stuff at each other. It's at ship battles at sea. Um, Anybody who knows me knows I love old wooden ships. Uh, Like unironically, I love old boats. Like it's just something I love. Yeah, you were
0: like a salty, like, sailor as a young man that every time Jennifer and I are out anywhere, we see, like, wooden boats or model ships. We're like, oh, we should buy that for Austin for Christmas. And uh, it's and sometimes I've said something like, yeah, I have one of those above my desk. And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> now you have Malroth, Malroth and Golems, but uh, it used to be boats. I don't think you have a boat above your desk anymore.
1: Uh, I don't have a boat above my desk. I have... Three in our living room, two two in the kitchen, and two in the master bathroom, like above the mirrors in the master bathroom. That's fair. (laughs) So I have... have So you are
0: really looking forward to playing Rocket Slime 3 so that uh, you can play on boats. And the problem with it is that even though you can play 3DS games, like you have a... You have a Japanese 3DS now, or a Japanese 2DS, where you could play the Japanese version of it. You wouldn't get any of the fun puns because I don't know how you patch the actual game. I know you can patch the ROMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping... I wonder if that's something that you would be doing since you get boats.
1: Yeah, I don't know. i after have, have to read into it more. I haven't, uh, I haven't read a lot into it just because right now I'm trying to finish... Uh, my Dragon Quest quest, where I play every Dragon Qu- mainline Dragon Quest game in a year, and uh, I'm pretty close to beating nine now. I uh, I would say I'm eighty percent through the main story.
0: Yeah, uh, when the screenshot you sent me this morning, uh, you're pretty close to the end. You have like two areas left, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking as well. So anyway, so I'm just trying to do that. I mean, I have until like November, I guess, to beat nine. But I'm really into the story right now and. I'm uh, really liking the game a lot. So we'll have to do a Dragon Quest nine episode soon. Oh yeah. Because I know I know that's like your favorite. So
0: it is. So that's that's awesome to know about the Rocket Slime series. Like that there's a three D version, there's a three D S version. Okay. And looking there is a GBA version that there is a very good chance I'll be downloading and playing because I'm sure there is a, a fan translation of it out there if there's one for three.
1: Cool. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who have not played Rocket Slime uh, yet, just kind of a really quick little, like, story synopsis, I guess you would call it, before BJ and I get to really talking about it, is uh, it's uh, centered around this, like, kingdom. It's called Slyminia, and you'll notice a lot of slime uh, puns. You're, uh, the actual town or whatever that you're in is called Boingburg, because, <laughs> uh, you know, boing, 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 because you're a slime, get it? Uh, and you're attacked by platypunks. Uh, that are mobsters uh and they're called like uh the plob. the
0: plob yep the plob
1: so the leader is called the plob father uh his, his real name is don clallion um so you'll notice uh you know godfather references here and legit they're punks who have like tommy guns and machine guns they smoke cigars um it's just i feel like uh it's a very strange game that I don't know if they could put so much, like, cigars and, like, Tommy guns in a, in a kid's game anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're called plobiosos, I think, or platiosos. I think they're plobiosos, like, in, the, in individual members, and it's really, it's really surprising to me that they did that. When I read it, I was like, wow, I did not expect them to be the mob, but it, it works because it's so ridiculously comical. That they are over the top, just caricatures in a caricature game. So it, it's it's absurd.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's there's absolutely no humans in the game. Uh, nope. you're you're a slime. You live in a slime kingdom. Uh, you go around and you collect slimes. Uh, there's a hundred total to collect to like beat the game, like officially get to the end of the credits. Uh, but you don't have to do that to just play through the actual story. Uh, you bring them back to your village. There's lots of mini games and things like that that we're going to talk about. Uh, but just in terms of story, um, you know, I thought the story was cute, I guess, is the is the best word to describe it. The story is yeah. cute. Cute. It's simple. Um, it's nothing that like you're necessarily going to remember, you know, like BJ and I will remember Punks and the Father and that kind of thing just because it's funny. But the story itself, I feel like, is nothing that you just really, um, it doesn't make you really feel anything. You kind of giggle some of the time. But but I think for a game like this, kind of like Dragon Quest Swords last week, a game like this, I think the emphasis isn't really on the story. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't think it matters necessarily if the story is really quote unquote good, as long as it's kind of cute and fun.
0: And I mean, I will say that this game, I care more about the story in this one than I ever did with Swords. That even though these are not story-driven games by any means, I didn't want to look up the end of this game because I'm about two-thirds of the way through it right now. And I didn't want to look up any spoilers for it just because I want to see what Kind of areas are coming up without any kind of spoiler. Like I have a couple of ideas based on their names that I know about, but I don't want to know what actually happens. And I didn't care in Swords. Like I would never have. Like we did that really, 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 really bad walkthrough, and it was uh, it was no big deal. This one's like I'm not going to look at a walkthrough or see where any of the extra slimes are or anything. I just want to uh, actually experience this one, which is a big difference for me and this kind of game
1: so i'll so i'll try to keep spoilers to a minimum here because i won't ruin it for you or anybody who hasn't played it yet but right. um but there are obviously going to be a few spoilers so just beware uh but
0: and this uh, is not a real spoilery game like we said right, this is right. not something where most people would care like what is going on with the plob father and uh and you know the king of slimenia but uh because it's really silly but i just didn't want to be spoiled on it like hardcore spoiled.
1: The, the twist at the end is it's all Yangus's dream. Yangus wakes up, and then it's the beginning of Dragon Quest Eight.
0: I would not doubt that <laughs> even a little, because this morning I got to the Crackpot, and
1: uh-huh. uh, it was
0: like I don't remember the name of the area, but like Mount Crackatroda or yeah. something. Yeah, because it's a, cause it's there a pun. Was, yeah, crack, yeah 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 like krakatoa tro- tro- and bet-
1: trod and betrothed because but king me, trod
0: that's yeah. what i was going to say is that there's king trod all over like in the like hieroglyphics and wall carvings and uh like bas reliefs it's all him messing around with the horse and but, the the alchemy
1: pot hey and- that, that horse has a name her name is medea and she is a princess
0: She is. I forgot that her name was Princess Medea. Excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry that I offended her and you by calling her that horse. But, uh, But yeah, it's like... I I know that this came out after the the, the Dragon Quest Eight and it was so popular, but it's uh, it really surprises me just how much like fan service there is in that and how much fun I had with it. Like, oh yeah, I get this, I see all of this, and uh, I just I just really really liked that.
1: I think uh, I think too they're probably in development around the same time because Dragon Quest Eight I believe released in Japan in two thousand four right and then i want to say this game released like in 2005 so they oh, were just man. so they were just within like a year of each other and I keep
0: thinking about the DS as being much later than that, but it wasn't. Like I was in college playing DS games, so you're absolutely right. Like I did, it is. It's 2005 in Japan, 2006 in America, and I really thought that the the DS was much much further along than that, like 2006, mm-hmm. 2007, because I got one as a gift in like 2010 ish, mm-hmm. and so it's a. Uh, uh, I did not expect it to be that that early cuz I forgot about it.
1: Yeah, so um so in terms of gameplay here, uh it's uh it's a little hard to explain really. It's almost like uh like it reminded me a lot of Legend of Zelda with the puzzle solving and like the treasure chests that the slimes are hiding in and stuff. It felt kind of like a Zelda game, but then there's boss fights that are definitely like platformer bosses.
0: See, and I don't I think they feel like Zelda bosses the the bosses that i fought the actual bosses that you're the slime with it it just felt like big zelda bosses to me generally it didn't feel so much like uh like a 2d platformer at least
1: yeah maybe i could see that yeah as being a zelda Style boss fight as well yeah because
0: you're in I, in the big arenas moving around in the uh up, up down left and right without having to hop around a lot of places and use different mechanics to throw at them or hit back that kind of stuff it, it yeah. felt like that action rpg type of boss but in general the game is hard to describe like I was talking about it last night when we were recording geek to geek and it's a weird puzzle action RPG strange hybrid game. I don't know. It's it's very unique in the way that it, it puts all the mechanics together.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I want to say, and some of the some of the stuff you're talking about, I think you're uh, there. There are more platformer type boss fights that I think you just haven't gotten to yet.
0: Maybe because I think I'm about 15 to 20 slimes away from the very end of the game, like getting to the the End of the story.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe so. So, um, and th- But then there's tank battles. A huge portion of the game is also tank battles, which is where you call up your tank, your giant slime tank, and you run around. There's different strategies you can have. You can run around and, like, throw objects into the cannons to shoot at the enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, some of them are, like, 1,000-pound weights. Some of them are, like, arrows. Some of them, you know, it's whatever. Your friends. You even get fellow slimes that you can throw in there and shoot at. There's um, Sabotage, which is where you either run across the ground into the enemy's tank or you shoot yourself across through the air to the tank. And then you go in and start trying to destroy stuff and keep the enemies from being able to put anything into their cannons. Um, which I've the-
0: never done. I always wait until the very end of it because I just try to blow them up as quickly as possible mm-hmm. that I've only gone over to sabotage one time I believe and it was when everything was really low and I just let my slime friends keep loading the cannons and I ran over basically early with a slime knight on top of me basically as a slime knight to start slashing people uh-huh. which I think is my favorite part of the game by the way that you find an item that's just the knight that rides slime knights you carry it on top of your head and then he slashes things and you can cut the enemies and, uh, and do everything like that, we're just a slime knight hopping around. That that is my favorite part of the game so far.
1: And so, so my so my strategy for tank battles was a little different because I for for a good chunk of the game I would just let the I would just let my friends and then I would uh, put the ammo in and shoot it across. I had one of the uh, the slimes with me that heals your tank back up over time. Right. Um, and so, and then the other two, I had manning cannons and then I manned a cannon. And I beat a lot of the game like that, but then as it get got to the end, I guess my ammo wasn't good enough or whatever. So my strategy, and I, I beat the final boss this way too, and it's probably not the best strategy in the world, but the strategy I mostly used instead of sabotage or anything like that is I would purposely, I would put stuff in the cannons, but I would kind of purposely get my own tank down to zero really because then the enemy tank stops firing at you
0: no and, oh okay
1: and so at that point it's just a free-for-all i can start throwing in i have my i have the tactics or whatever you want to call them on the other slimes to where they're constantly loading in the cannons uh-huh and i would go outside my tank and just kill all the bad guys as as they were trying to get (laughs) into my tank so they couldn't destroy my heart, whatever that engine thing is called that looks like a heart, you know, that's inside the tanks. Yeah. And, and I would just do that until the enemy tank was defeated. And sometimes, you know, that would be like knocking it down like 600 or more points. And then, so it, it might take a little while, but I'd do that. And then as soon as their tank dropped down to zero, I would just run as fast as I could and try to get into their ship and break their engine up. Yeah. And, it only it didn't work one time and it was early it was early in the game when i was first starting to use this strategy i mean it was, yeah. it, was it was late in the game but early in my actually using this strategy to try to beat stuff and um yeah and i i, I failed at one time and it was only by like a fraction of a second like i was getting ready i was rearing back my slime about to punch the heart uh huh and and it froze because one of the bad guys had had blown up my tank at that no. exact moment and then and I went back and did it again right after that and did it no problem. And then I never failed it another time. So I want to say it was a pretty good strategy, um, to have. But, um, anyway, that's the strategy I used. I used it on the final boss as well. And, uh, so I feel like it was a good strategy. Either way, I beat the game that way. And then when I, whenever I was going back cleaning up, uh, doing cleanup and collecting the rest of the slimes to get to a hundred, I, experimented more with, like, sabotage and stuff and actually going into the enemy's tanks and just beating up the bad guys while my people kept shooting stuff at them. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so that's kind of the strategy I used, uh, right there. Um, and then, two, there's, uh, the one, the, the battle, the battles that you get with slivel uh, your slime rival. He's uh-huh. called Slivel, you know? He looks like a dragoon or something with his helmet. Mm-hmm. He, uh th- Those were always a good strategy to have because it's just him, and I could kind of take him on, fight yeah. him, and then he would reset back his tank when I defeated him and have to work all the way around. His
0: um, tank, like, his is the hardest one that I've fought so far that a lot of them I've not had any trouble with, and his is the only tank that has ever gotten me down to zero where I had to make sure that I was protecting protecting my heart from them as i went and attacked them that i did not i love the way he looks but uh, he was harder for me than others
1: he's so you fight him i think three times right and I, re- I remember having a hard time with the first battle i think it was i had trouble with the first battle but i got it done the second battle i think it was like a pushover kind of and then the next battle it was like Hard again, but not as hard as I remember the first time being. And I think part of that is because um, you you get to soup up your tanks in this game. So you talk yeah. to the you talk to the guy. I can't even remember him. Not Doctor Sid. Doctor Sid. Doctor Sid is a platypunk who mm-hmm. uh, who has like a really thick German accent.
0: And he defects and comes over to your side when, uh, when he basically gets kicked out of the plob and for, for basically, I don't even remember why he got kicked out. Now that I'm thinking about it, he helps you in some way or fails. And he's like, well, I guess I better go with you guys.
1: Yeah. And my first reaction to it was like, there's a Sid in this game. What is this? Yeah. Final Fantasy.
0: <laughs> Same for me. I was like, they, they made the tech guy who upgrades your tank and is really good with technology named Sid. So that made me happy. And then there's one slime I found named the crystal chronicler and mm-hmm. he's a crystal slime. And I was like, Oh, look at that final fantasy reference. I think I posted that one on Instagram this morning, actually, cause it made me really happy when I found him.
1: Yeah. And there's some other ones too, like to just like square Enix games. Um, because so there's Crystal Chronicler there and and two Doctor Sid he looks like Sid from Final Fantasy Seven kind of he has the goggles and he has like a little cigarette hanging out of his mouth mm-hmm. a lot of the time and he's a mechanic and then there's also my personal favorite tank uh, Chrono Twigger um, uh, which is which is a I got- tree
0: I may have fought that this morning and didn't pay attention to his name
1: you you fight it once you fight it early on if you're at Mount Troda. If, you, if you're if you past that, you should have fought it Yep, already, I fought I it,
0: and I didn't take it. I didn't pay any... I just looked it up, and I didn't pay any attention to his name. It is Chrono Twigger, and he is a a giant, like, one of the, the evil face trees. And uh, its bark is worse than its bite.
1: Yep. Because they all have catchphrases. All the tanks yep. have their own little, like, slogan, uh, which has been really enjoyable, too.
0: Man, um, I can't believe I missed that one.
1: Yeah, that... So, I like... Uh, I like Chrono Twigger, although every time I think of it, I think of I think it's Quono Twigger. I want to say Quono Twiggle. Like yeah, like I'm three years old. It's Quono Twigger.
0: <laughs> like that oh. one. That one actually probably would have uh, been cuter in terms of the overall uh, the overall aesthetic of the game.
1: And uh, I enjoy just a lot of the names. You know, there's the Sliminator. He's like the Terminator, but he's a slime.
0: Yep. I'm assuming um, he, I haven't gotten quite to him. I've gotten some of the the cyber slimes, but I'm assuming he's one of the, uh, the cyborg slimes.
1: Yeah, he is. And then Slivel, your rival. Anytime I think of it, I always think of, uh, Fievel from the American Tail movies. Yep. And every time I see Slivel, I automatically think of like American Tail, Slivel goes West. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. um, like every time, every time he shows up in the game, I'm like, Slivel goes West and uh, i just start singing that song from the first american tale i've never liked the
0: american tale movie so i don't know what you're talking about
1: yeah troy and abed sing it in community um Uh, you know somewhere out there
0: oh yeah Yeah. i forgot i I completely forgot about it because i i didn't like it
1: yeah sorry the movie
0: not not troy and abed because they're they're delightful as well
1: uh, american tale and especially the sequel of I started to say slivel. Fievel Goes West were like my two favorite animated movies when I was a kid. And I had like tons of stuffed animals. They were stuffed animals, but the the hats were hard. The cowboy hats. I had Mm -hmm. all of them from Fievel Goes West. Yeah. uh, Jimmy Stewart, like super old Jimmy Stewart plays like an old like hound dog sheriff in that movie.
0: Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'd like him now. And maybe I would, but I, I'll watch it now and only be able to pay attention to uh, think of Rocket Slime because of this discussion.
1: Yeah. Dom de DeLuise uh, is like the voice of Tiger, the cat. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, I, I want to go. I need to watch them now with my kids because no joke, I've not seen those in like 15, 20, 20 years. <laughs> yeah,
0: you totally should.
1: Uh, so. And speaking of names, I know we've mentioned this a little bit, but there's also, there's lots of callbacks in this game, uh, to previous things. So, um, Big Daddy, who is your dad, uh, his, his name is Big Daddy. Uh, <laughs> he's just, he looks like Ragnar from, uh, Dragon Quest IV. He has yep. the mustache, he has the armor, the warrior armor and stuff. And, um, he's called Big Daddy, um, which I was hoping for a Ragnar pun. Uh, I've come to expect really good puns from Rocket Slime, and so I was mm-hmm. a little disappointed that the Ragnar Slime is just called Big Daddy.
0: And, you know, thinking about the puns, you saying that kind of a small tangent, like thinking about the fan translation of three, I'm really curious on how they handle the puns. Like if they are high quality, like this would never get past Square Enix. Uh, and their QA team puns, like, like stuff I would make, or if they're more cutesy, kind of like the uh, Mount Krakatroda and uh, Slival and things like that. So I've now I definitely have to check out that translation just to see.
1: <laughs> um, you also, like BJ mentioned, Mount Krakatroda is like crack uh, Troad, you know, Trod. And then, and in there, you know, like you mentioned, it has lots of stuff depicting Medea as a horse and Trode, uh, running around. You also get, uh, the crack pot after doing that. It's like, it's the alchemy pot from eight, but it has the name of the pot in nine.
0: Which so nine it seems count- like they decided to put a pun in it between 8 and 9 here. And uh so you're just moving forward because even when you use it, it looks like the wagon from 8 that with... uh, uh Like it's a horse and wagon you go into to use the crackpot to do alchemy. So, I mean, I think they just decided that they needed a pun instead of the alchemy pot.
1: Yeah, so I guess. And it also... Uh, so, wait, so... So you're playing Rocket Slime right now, and it's been a few weeks since I've since I beat it. The the crackpot in Rocket Slime does it talk?
0: Not yet. That's actually what I was about to ask you because it hasn't <laughs> talked whenever I go into it. Uh, but I just got it this morning before we recorded, so I haven't used it a whole lot. It's just been normal menu text and traditional like game game okay. mechanics.
1: Because I did not remember it. I, so I played I played Rocket Slime between beating 8 and then playing 9. And okay. so so at the time, I didn't know the Crackpot talked, so I didn't remember it talking in Rocket Slime because whenever it talked in 9, I was like, Th- well, this is new. Right. So that's why I was wondering, because I didn't think the Crackpot talked in Rocket Slime, but I just wanted to uh, check about that. Uh, the other, one of the other Dragon Quest 8 connections is uh, you can actually rescue a slime. His name is Mori Mori. Right, uh, who looks like Mori from Dragon Quest Eight? He does. He talks like Mori from Dragon Quest Eight. He also uh, instead of having a monster arena, he has like a tank championship battle arena uh, yep. in town that you can go and talk to. I also assume since his name is Mori Mori, it's a reference to like the slime Mori Mori games.
0: That since would make sense. Yeah, I mean, it totally yeah. would. Like, I didn't uh, know that until today, so it never clicked, but.
1: So I think, I think his name is like a double pun. It's a pun for Mori from 8, and also it's a reference to, you know, Slime Mori Mori.
0: Okay, so I just booted up uh, Rocket Slime sitting here on my 3DS. You walk into the building, and it says Crackpot, select a recipe from the list. You could make something useful for your tank, perhaps, hmm? And then when you're like, nah, I'm done, it's like, are you intending to do any more alchemy? No, and then it leaves. So I mean, technically, it talks to you, but it has like one bit of personality, not anywhere near the uh, the actual crackpot that it was in nine.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because in because in nine, it talks like the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, then, uh, oh, the other the other Dragon Quest eight thing I noticed is uh, the Dark One staff. They call it the Dark One in this one the okay. staff looks a whole lot like the uh, staff of rap thorn from dragon quest 8 okay yeah, like Dalmagus has at the beginning of the game and then other characters you know carry around at different parts of that game um and it looks very similar they i never noticed them saying rap thorn or anything like that uh but the staff definitely had that uh like the carvings and all there on the staff it looked right. very similar to me uh and you know I guess Thorn is the dark one, right? So yeah, I think that,
0: that may even be what they called him in the game.
1: Uh, staff. So, um, so anyway, so those were some pretty uh, fun references. I thought uh, before we get in uh, to some other good stuff, we have reached that part of the show that we like to call shameless self promotion. Bibbity bibbity shameless. Hate it.
0: I know. I hate,
1: hate that one. <laughs> I hate it. Shame on you. Um,
0: Uh, Shame less on me.
1: uh, Yeah. Ha ha ha. All right. So uh, so uh, just a reminder that we do have a uh, Patreon uh, page for Dragon Quest FM. I'll let BJ tell you about that, as well as a couple things about our new advertising tier that we have.
0: Ooh, fancy. Uh, we have Patreon at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm and we have cool things like a Discord role that you can be Erdrick's long-lost cousin. You get stickers if you would like to pledge. Uh, that would be fantastic. And then we actually added a tier just recently. We thought about it. I went to Podcast Movement a couple of weeks ago, so we have been talking about things that they were talking about and we just decided to put up a $50 tier uh, which some of you will have no interest in, but some of you might, uh, we want to just put in a straight up buying an ad on here. So if you would like to advertise your product, service, blog, stream, uh, podcast, Etsy shop, Redbubble store, T Public store, whatever, um, we will uh, give you a 30 to 60 second uh, ad read for uh, three episodes of the podcast. So you get listed in the show notes as an official sponsor, you'll get the official sponsor discord role, um, and it's going to be fantastic. So you can go to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm uh, to do that, or even tell us what you want an episode about, just like DJ Pimp Daddy did for the Metal Slime tier.
1: Yeah, and I think they also get listed as like an official sponsor on the website, right?
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that.
1: Um, And then of course, you know, we also will promote your stuff on Twitter, so you just get advertising all around from us. Um, So, jump in straight back in here to Dragon Quest Rocket Slime. Uh, some other things I know you and I have talked about, uh, are the graphics for the game because the graphics are very distinct. I feel like,
0: yeah, Um, that's actually one of the things that made me stick with the game. Like not that I wouldn't. I mean, obviously we uh we had we had this episode coming up and I was going to play it. I hate that I didn't actually get to beat it, but I love the art style on this. That the animation even being a DS game, it's just cute. That it is like you have in the notes that it looks like Yoshi's Island on Super Nintendo, where yeah. it is. It's that colorful, cartoony, really playful graphic style and I think it works so well that I would love a mainline DQ game look like this.
1: Yeah, I, I really liked it because it's just so bright and colorful. And I really did. Initially, I was like, man, this looks like... And the thing is, so much of this game reminds me of like a Super Nintendo game. Because, and part of that is the art style. Because it reminds me of like Yoshi's Island. Which I right. think is what? Super Mario World 2? Yes. Like, technically. Um, and then, but it also reminded me a lot of Super Mario Brothers 3, um, especially uh, like late in the game, so not spoiling anything for you. But there's even like a final battle. You even like you go up and you hop onto an anchor that you climb up to get onto like a flying ship, and that's like oh, how yeah. you remember in Super Mario Brothers Three how that's like oh, yeah. how the boss that's how you like what you did with the boss fights. You like rode the anchor up into the ship, and it was like a flying airship that you and you you know fought your way to the boss.
0: Yeah, I. I loved Mario, and I never thought about that, because I haven't gotten to that part yet, but yeah, that could that could absolutely see that.
1: Yeah, and even, this doesn't really have to do with the graphics, but even, so there's a mini-game on here that, where you surf for coins. Did, yeah. You, did you try that out?
0: Yeah, I've done that one. I got an okay. auriculum from it, or a column, whatever.
1: Oh, I've never been able to beat the, the high score that's listed, like 1,500 or whatever?
0: Yeah, it was 1,800, I think. Yeah, 18- I beat it on my first try, son. Well...
1: I tried it three times and got close to the high score, but never the high score. And I was just like, "This is fun, but I, like, you know, I'm not going to do it." Um, I
0: only beat it by 30, so it's not. It was very hard to do. I was going to do it again if I didn't, but yeah, you get a. Uh, it does 30 damage uh, when shot from a tank.
1: Gotcha. So, but even even that game, that that mini game part reminded me of uh, Donkey Kong Country. Hmm. Uh, like yeah. I mean, there's Funky Kong, but also just collecting the coins really quickly like that is a lot like the the Donkey Kong mini games where you collect bananas and things like that. You know,
0: yeah, like the Sonic mini games where you're just running around trying to do it in a very short time. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It's fun. It's not something I'm going to go back to over and over again, but it's uh, it's definitely worth doing.
1: Mm-hmm. I. Uh... I, just while we're on the subject of, of mini games right now, did you do the canvas painting mini game?
0: I don't know what the point is. I did one, and I was like, I kind of drew on this canvas, and then I was like, okay, and then saved it and left. It it's a thing that's there. I don't know what the point is.
1: Okay, because I talked to one of the slimes that was in like you know after I rescued them, yeah, and they were just like, hey, do you want to buy a blank canvas for five hundred gold? And I was like, sure. And then they give me a canvas and I wasn't sure who I was supposed to talk to to paint it. And I didn't bother looking it up. And in the next tank battle, I realized it wasn't ammo. (laughs) So so I never actually went. That was one of the that was the mini game that I never actually tried out in this game was the canvas painting. Because it didn't sound that fun and because I wasn't sure who to talk to.
0: And I didn't buy the canvas. I just talked to the guy behind the King of Slimenia. I can't remember his name. And uh, I just went and talked to him. And he was like, hey, you want to paint on this canvas? And I'm like, sure. And I painted all over the picture of the king in the back. I drew myself a little slime and gave him a black mustache. And I was like, okay. And, oh. But I didn't buy the canvas. So maybe it does something if you have a blank canvas. And maybe you can just start out from scratch and not have to paint over another mural or something
1: yeah maybe um yeah and even even the canvas painting when i talked to the guy it was after i beat the main story so maybe it's like there's i know there's like some post game things you can do because i did a little bit of it yeah um so maybe it's something like that i don't know i just because the, the slime that i talked to that was selling me the canvas paintings is like over uh in the like left part of town on your map where it's like near where mori, yep. mori opens up the championship. Uh, which I guess we can talk about while we're on the subject. It's called Tank Masters. Um, which I, have you tried that one?
0: No, I haven't unlocked that one. I've seen that oh, okay. one online and uh, seen Mori Mori the slime, but that's one I haven't unlocked yet.
1: Gotcha. I I tried it a little bit. I think I finished the rank C battle. Okay. Uh, which I, I think is the first one. I think it's rank C is the first. I don't think there's like a D or anything. Um. Anyway, I can't really remember. All I know is. Uh, I was really burned out on tank battles at that point because I just finished up the main story and then most of the cleanup I had for collecting the last slimes was just doing tank battles that I'd skipped oh uh, and so so it was just like I'd spent like you know the last hour and a half two hours doing tank battles and so I tried out the tank masters just to see what it was like um, and i want to say it was rank c it's anyway you fight Chrono Twigger again. Okay, I think in that one, you you fight Chrono Twigger like three times. I think I remember doing it like in the story, and then it was also one of the like tank battles I'd skipped, like a rematch with it. And then I think it shows up in the rank C fight as well. I gotcha. But, uh, but anyway, I was burned out at that point, so uh, I didn't really mess around with it too much. Uh, I did spend a ton of time making my tank better in Dr. Sid's house. Oh really? Yeah, like a, a huge part of the time, I was I was always upgrading uh, ammo as I as I yeah. managed to find it out in the wild or whatever. Um, I also used the crackpot. The only alchemy I ever really did was I did use the crackpot to make you know the little ghost rock bomb guys. They're green and they have little ghost tails.
0: Oh, uh, the spooklier bombs.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what they're called. Anyway, yep, they I, are. I, I made a bunch of those with my rock bombs because they they go through all of the enemy's ammo, so they don't bounce off and like cancel uh-huh. each other out, and they cause like around thirteen damage. And so I would just make up a bunch of those, and even though they didn't cause as much damage as a lot of the other ammo I had, I would right. try to I would try to have a tank with as many of those as possible because it was kind of like almost always guaranteed uh, damage. That Man, way,
0: you it, approach this so much differently than me. Like, I'm just going for all the most powerful stuff and just bombarding it. It's like, sure, we're going to throw everything at it, and when something gets through all of yours, it doesn't even matter if it uh, blocks yours. I'm just going gonna, gonna to block all of yours and then blow you up. Like, I'm so much more aggressive. Like, uh,
1: Well, see, you're not—so you're about to get to a part where there's going to be constantly—there's going to be constant ammo— throwing at you from all sides and you're not going to be able to do any damage unless you sabotage or find another way. Oh, because you're going to, you're going to start getting hit with swords that cause like 80 damage. And they're going to, there's going to be like, like, you know, half a dozen of them back to back to back. And so, yeah. So enjoy that strategy while it lasts, my friend, because you go die. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Um, But, uh, I did spend a lot of time there and then also talking to the guy next to Dr. Sid. I can't remember mm-hmm. his name. That fixes, uh,
0: uh, he's a sli- He's a cyber slime, and I don't yeah. remember his name.
1: Yeah. he... Um, it's not the
0: Sliminator.
1: He. Uh, like Slimeborg, maybe. Isn't there one called. There's one called Slimeborg, I think.
0: His name is Slime Mechanic.
1: Slime Mechanic? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense because he's a slime mechanic. He's the
0: mechanic. Yeah, he's the slime yeah. mechanic.
1: I, I, I spent a lot of time doing stuff there and like i did alchemy for necessary ingredients as i needed to because you have to turn in items to him to upgrade your tank uh which was which was good there are some lockouts on it uh so you can't just upgrade it all at once and you have to worry about money and all but i think when all was said and done i want to say my tank uh like i finished up with my tank somewhere around like 950 i think is what my hp was
0: okay so i mean and that's at the very end. Like, you don't have to do all of this, like, this much of it for the story to finish. Like, you were doing the post-game, finishing up the 100, 100% on saving the entire town, all 100 slimes.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, no, I did the, I did the tank stuff earlier on because it just seemed necessary. Because the oh, tanks okay. get so much, like, harder. And I always like having more HP than the other tanks. Um, the final boss has something ridiculous. He's got, like, 1,800 hp or something
0: good night
1: um but i think the final tank that you get that i used for the final battle i think i want to say that one had like 1200 hp or something like that anyway i think it pushed it over a thousand for like the final boss fight so um so that was pretty cool i guess um but then uh so yeah so that's what i did for uh A lot of it, I don't know about you, but for me, the tank battles were kind of hit or miss. Yep. Uh, Like, I spent most of my time in the tanks, like I said earlier, but then later I tried sabotage, and then I did that strategy where I would purposely tank (laughs) (laughs) tank's uh, HP. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was kind of like, some of the tank fights were really fun, and other times that's actually why I had to go back during my cleanup and fight so many tanks. Is because I just got tired of doing it. Like yeah. I like, I really liked the exploring part um, of the game more, mm-hmm. and like the and running around and finding the lost slimes. As opposed, even though the tank battles were fun, I just um, like sometimes I just wouldn't be in the mood to do tank battles, and so I would skip it.
0: That's kind of the way I've been. Like this area that I'm on right now, and it's a very short area. You have to beat three tank battles in a row to be able to unlock the door to get where you want to go. And that part is really, it wasn't long. It was just, I didn't want to do three tank battles in a row. I'm like, come on, man.
1: Yeah. And, um, like, and I didn't, ha- I didn't have that trouble with the boss fights, like the, the platformer Zelda type boss fights. Yeah. Um, and I could, I never had that problem. Like you fight the, like later in the game, I think you might've fought your first one right now. They're called the big three. Yeah. I think you fight the first one at the end of Mount Krakatroda.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that was what um, I what I ended up doing. Yeah,
1: like them and then uh, like Don Clawleon and everybody, the plot father, uh, like those were not. Um, you know, I never had trouble with any of that stuff. The fighting as the slime, you know, the like boinging into people, yeah, <laughs> um, like all of that. It felt fairly easy. It was fun. Enjoyed it. Um, but the tank battles were definitely like sometimes I would do them and I'm like, oh man, this is so much fun. And then other times it would be like, oh, my gosh, can this, like, end yet? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's kind of the way I felt. Like, the ones that don't, like, just keep going, there is a time limit on them for me, for my, uh, for my enjoyment of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, it, I'll hit this point and it's like oh yeah this is fun and i'm winning or i'm losing either way and it's like okay i'm still gonna try and it's like why is this not out of health yet why do i have to do this i don't want to do this anymore oh look a baddie is coming over awesome and i just want to stop
1: and i think um you know honestly if it had just been a game without the tank battles i think i would still have enjoyed it just fine
0: yeah that that, what? while it's a draw to the game, like people are, like, I know that it's, it's, that's how you do multiplayer on this one. That's how they, they were really getting uh, people invested in it. It's a good mechanic. To me, it's not the fun part. I like the RPG part of it. I like yeah. going through and, and like collecting enemies. Like the thing is, you're collecting enemies to put in your town and you're, uh, you're collecting all these items. Like that's what I care about.
1: Yeah. Like if they had just made, basically a zelda game but you're a slime instead of link
0: (laughs) yeah that'd be great i want to play that right now
1: yeah and i think i can't remember if i read this or if somebody told me this on twitter uh like back when i was playing rocket slime i think i read it so maybe somebody told me i don't know if you're the person who told me this i'm sorry you can let me know that you're the one that told me but i think i might have just read it that when they were like conceiving this game an Mm -hmm. idea for this game that they actually had the slime with like a holding like a sword and a shield. Oh, and, that
0: would be awesome.
1: Yeah, but then they were, after they had that concept art, they were like, oh, we just made Link. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like this is a little too derivative. So then they kind of went back to the drawing board and uh, decided for the mechanic where you know he pulls back and then like attacks people and knocks into them. Because you know he doesn't have hands, it's like how are you going to make the uh, slime attack kind of thing. Yep. And so, um, so with that knowledge, I think that that's kind of what they they were kind of going for a Zelda type game.
0: Yep. But and, it's, and it, it kind of hits that it hits that feeling of a of a Zelda type puzzle game, but it doesn't have. And even if you get the slime knight on top of you, it still plays kind of like that as well.
1: Yeah. And. And you, you may want to fact check this for me since you're Mr. Fact Checker over there. But um, um, I'm pretty sure that I want to say one of the slime games doesn't like maybe the first one doesn't have the tank battles. Like that was a that was a thing for rocket slime. And then they turned the tank battles into ship battles in the third one. Hmm. So the, I don't know. the, the GBA uh, slime Mori Mori game might just be the Zelda type thing. I don't know. I want to say that um, because if you look, the reason that I want to think that is because uh, so so you're borrowing my copy of Rocket Slime right, right now. I don't know if you have it with you, but I think on the back, doesn't it say something about how the tank battles are new?
0: It might, but it's all the way on the other side of the room.
1: Oh, lazy. Uh, so I think I, I don't know. I, I was just thinking that for some reason. I was thinking on the back cover of the game or something. It said that the. I'm thinking battles.
0: the same thing that I think it is brand new that I don't think the original one had it that that's why I think this one got so much uh, like acclaim because of this one
1: gotcha so um, I and, and speaking of that to kind of going into like the tank still talking about tank battles uh, that was honestly the only complaint I had with this whole game is the tank b- battles and some of the other controls really felt off to me um, really? like like, yeah. like the
0: tank battle controls, because the, the normal controls, like the the slamming into things, that I feel a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about, but especially in the tank, because... So, you have to, like, knock into the item, it goes up in the air, and then you have to catch it, but it's like, it's kind of... It's, kind of sensitive to how you catch it
0: oh yeah like i blow myself up with rocket or rock bombs all the time and end up i've thrown my uh my friends at the (laughs) the other tank multiple times
1: and yeah that's what i'm talking about like doing that and like the reason i said tank battles specifically is because you'll get like five things of ammo sliding down the tube towards you and you can only carry like three of them Mm -hmm. and so you'll smack into them and they all fly up in the air and then God forbid one of them is one of those like, like t- ton weights or whatever the big ones, right? You know? And because then they'll knock on the ground if you don't catch it, and then everybody will like get thrown up in the air again, or like kind of stun,
0: and it's like you got to take a second to uh, to reorient yourself because it was so heavy. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, and so that's really the only comp- real complaint I felt like I had with the whole game is just that like the controls of whacking like it would have been much better if I could just whack it and then it would just be on my head. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and that's the way I feel about it, the
0: outside areas too. I don't have to lie. I don't like having to, uh, to chase it down sometimes.
1: Yeah. Most of I, the time. Yeah. And I'm the same way. Uh, so, um, so I'd say that's really the only complaint I have. I, I would say my favorite thing by far was the collecting mechanic, just mm-hmm. getting, going around and collecting the slimes, uh, were pretty fun. I don't know if you did this or not, but you can, um, if you collect thirty of an enemy, then you get that enemy statue that shows up in your I haven't
0: town. done it yet. I haven't gotten thirty of anything, but uh but I'm working on it. That one I wanna see what the the statues look like. Do they do anything or are they just there as monuments?
1: I so I don't know because, <laughs> because I spent one afternoon while my kids were at nap, I did it with the um with the what were the enemies they're in the first area are they um,
0: imps uh the platypunks that you actually get maybe they're not platypunks the kitties
1: it, it uh, was the gel cats so i okay. uh, i collected like 30 of the gel cats in that first area yeah ish and then um i the kids woke up from nap and then i played the whole rest of the game and then I let you borrow my game, and you started a new game and erased it. And I'm just now realizing that I never went into the 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 museum or whatever and looked to see at the statue. No, because I'll have to do that then. Because yeah, because I remember I spent like an afternoon, and it didn't take long because there's a lot of those gel cats in that area. Yeah, but I remember I was like sitting there counting out, throwing the like gel cats onto the the mine carts and sending them back to town. Yeah. And, uh just to see because i wanted to get at least one statue i didn't know if i would like do that a lot but like i wanted to at least see what you got because i like this i liked collecting the statues in dragon quest builders too yep uh so uh but yeah just in this conversation now i'm realizing that i never went to the museum and actually looked at the statue all um, right so yeah so i don't know but um
0: So after we recorded this, I got to the point where I collected 30 of the platypunks and got the statue. I went back into the museum, looked at it, and there was a platypunk standing there admiring the statue that I had made for him, apparently. And he was like, hey, I'm really glad that we got this statue. I really appreciate this, so I'm going to help you in your tank. And he joined the tank crew. It was really cool. He runs and does really awesome stuff. And he's become one of my absolute favorite uh, crew members. So there's that. So it's worth going through and getting the 30 of them. Uh, It's fairly easy to do of any of the enemies. You just run in and out of different, uh, different screens and come back. So if there's somebody you want to actually play with in your tank and you play this game, collect 30 of them, do that, and they join your crew. So now back to the regular show.
1: But I did like that they had that kind of collecting stuff in there. And collecting the slimes was at large my favorite part of the game, especially... When they're just in treasure chests inside of dungeons and the overworld and stuff, just getting a smack into the treasure chest and having them pop out.
0: Yeah, that's Um, that is by far the best part of the game. Like I love actually after you collect them, like there's a secondary collection part where they send you thank you notes and they give you items. And so uh-huh. I like reading the letters that they they send you uh, to see. I just like I like the personalities that every single one of these slimes is a different kind of slime that you don't see in the main Dragon Quest games. But they also have these personalities that shine through where it's uh, they send you these items and they have their own way of speaking. And it's just like I really really like the the detail that they put into the game like that.
1: Yeah, and uh, one thing. That I thought was weird, but also funny, was, um, what's her name? Uh, she's the fat princess. Everybody talks about how fat she is, but her her character model doesn't look super fat to me.
0: I don't her, remember. Her,
1: it's like Princess Gluttonella or something like that.
0: Yeah, there's, I don't remember. Yeah, there, I, don't, there, there, I don't remember that a, at all.
1: There's a pun with glutton. Okay. I want to say it's like Gluttonella because it's like Cinderella and Glutton combined, but I could be wrong. But either way, um, they like make a point of talking about how she just sits around and eats all the time. She's lazy and she's fat. Right. But, like, she doesn't really look um, like if you, um, I mean, I know you'll get to this part later on too, but she's not, she doesn't look like a fat, I don't know. I thought it was weird. It was, like, funny because everybody is just, like, talking about how, like, fat and lazy she is throughout the game. Yeah. But then the slime model, it just, she just looks kind of like a pink slime. Like, I don't know if she has a little princess, uh, like, thing in her mm-hmm. hair, but.
0: I think my favorite slime that I've found so, par- so far is the prince. It's a metal slime prince. I think it's, like, Prince Ploppington or something mm-hmm. along those lines where he's a king metal slime, but he's tiny, and he has the king metal slime hat and so it just makes me really happy he's sitting in the He's like one day i'm gonna grow up into a big slime and <laughs> it's it's super i just love him he's cute i love these slimes
1: have you gotten to the ninjas yet the three ninjas
0: this morning yep i got the three ninjas this morning yeah. i haven't read their letters yet but i got the I un i saved them this morning
1: gotcha i can't i can't remember what their little group is called but they have like a uh have, like, a little hidey hole that you have to jump down and train with them later in the game. Oh, cool. uh, Yeah, you do, like, you talk to each one and they take you to an area and you have to do, like, a a test of the mind, a test of the body, a test of the spirit, things like that.
0: Okay, cool. That's probably waiting for me right now because I did that before I started working this morning, so I bet that's in the town right now. I'll have to do that next time I return to town.
1: Yeah, they all have, have funny names. It's, like, it's, like... These aren't their names, but it's, like, one of them is, like, Shinjitsu, and one of them is, like, Ninjutsu, and then the other one's name is, like, Tom, <laughs> which is really funny. I mean, they, they're just, like, Tom, or whatever. Um, so I thought that was um, pretty funny. I have to say, though, you know, I'm, I gotta stick with Chrono Twigger being my favorite uh, tank battle. There's also, you know, there is, one of the tanks is called DQ Swords. It's Swords with a Z. <laughs> Uh, So it makes me wonder, you know, if this was, uh, I I guess Dragon Quest Swords was in development for the Wii by the time they put this game out. Because I think it's really weird
0: that they would
1: name a tank DQ Swords. And, and, you know, I mean, the tank shoots out lots of swords, but still. Oh, I would assume, yeah. I still think DQ Swords is a little bit too much of a coincidence.
0: I'm sure. Yeah, that is way too much of a coincidence.
1: Um, There's Carrot Top. You know, yep, that's run by the bunnycorns.
0: And it's, uh, and he talks, or she, I don't know which, talks like a Bugs Bunny ripoff. Yeah. Which and, is great.
1: And, which is funny, yeah. But part of me was kind of hoping that they would actually uh, have it doing, like, prop comedy.
0: <laughs> that, that would be wonderful. Like, keeping on dropping the weights on people and anvils.
1: Yeah, and just and doing like that, you. doing like that trademark carrot top, like, prop comedy.
0: Oh, carrot top prop comedy. I was even thinking. I was thinking of Bugs Bunny prop. No,
1: comedy. No, I'm talking about carrot top. You remember? I don't know yeah. where that. I have no clue whatever happened to carrot top, but he was like kind he of got big buff. I know he got buff, but like, I mean, he was like in a lot of like. I feel like he was in a lot of comedies in like the 90s. Maybe
0: like I they remember just seeing Broke his mood. spirit by including him in Dragon Quest Rocket Slime.
1: Maybe he's like Polly Shore. He was like. Kind of famous in the '90s for being semi funny, but now and then kind of he like,
0: started wheezing the ooze ju- and got on. An, I'm sorry.
1: Was that your like Paulie short impression?
0: It was. <laughs> That's awful. It's oh terrible.
1: Um. So, uh, so just kind of wrapping up here. You got any uh, like final thoughts? Any last things you want to say about Rocket Slime?
0: Like this one is absolutely worth the money to buy to go out and and grab. I know if you don't care about it being complete, you can probably grab the the cartridge from the of this from GameStop for I think ten or fifteen dollars. I think the prices have gone up a little bit for complete ones on eBay right now. They're probably about thirty dollars. And it's absolutely worth getting and playing, uh, because it's, it's delightful. Like you said, it's cute. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. And that's what makes it appealing. And it basically plays like a Zelda ripoff. You're right. It's a, uh, it's a Zelda ripoff where you uh, smash into things with a slime. And one of the things that I like the most about it is seeing how they implement the bad guys. That I see all of the normal DQ bad guys running around, but it's always like, oh, that's where this one lives here. So I really, I really can't, cannot recommend this game enough. And I'm glad that you basically forced me into playing it. I (laughs) mean, like, just do this. We're doing this episode soon, and uh, so thank you for you and DJ Pimp Daddy for getting me to play this.
1: Yeah, and the the bad guys are even called baddies in this game. Like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely a. Dragon Quest game that's aimed more towards kids. I feel like, like and, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a grown man, and I loved every minute of it. But I think, just in terms of all, like all the other Dragon Quest games, I feel like this is the most kind of kid friendly. Even though there's platypunks with like machine guns and smoking, <laughs> um, I still feel like it's the most kid friendly. And just there's like, I think it's, I think that was kind of the goal. I felt like that was the goal. Really, was that they were trying to. A launch a spin-off Dragon Quest series for kids. I could totally be wrong about that, but that's kind of what it felt like to me. Even though I loved it, and I feel confident, if you haven't played it and you buy it and play it, that you'll love it too.
0: And that's the way I feel too, with it being on GBA and the DS and the 3DS. Like those were predominantly kid-centric consoles, so it's it's absolutely aimed at aimed at kids, and that's that's great. That that means it doesn't get into those those weird DQ areas where it's super cute and quirky and fun. And then it hits something super dark, like an entire town gets murdered and you have to dig their graves, like in dragon quest builders, uh, dragon Quest builders too. Uh, so it's, it is, this hits all of the lightheartedness of DQ that I love.
1: All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks DJ pimp daddy for, uh, recommending rocket slime for an episode. Uh, and for getting us to play it because it was a blast. Uh remember you can talk to us directly on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. Uh you can also talk to me uh to me personally on Twitter. Uh my Twitter handle is at underscore Austin underscore King uh and then you can also read my weekly Dragon Quest blog. You can find that at DragonQuestAustin.com.
0: And I'm on Twitter at at Professor Beege. Uh You can listen to my other podcast, uh, the geek to geek podcast at geek dot com. And you can listen to any of the other podcasts or check out any of the other blogs on the network at geek dot com. And I think that's it. Thanks, you guys. And have a goo-rate, neat week.
1: I hate you. <laughs>